Hello, Pastor Steve Aldrin with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful that you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host today. We're going to be looking at winds in the Holy Land, primarily some other things as well, but the effect of winds in the Holy Land. This is part of our Agriculture in the Holy Land series past few nights. I would uh, invite you to please listen to the other, among so many of our other podcast as well. If this is your first time, thanks for being here so much. And if you join us on a regular basis, we greatly appreciate you, your support, and your prayers. Love you. And please, all of you, subscribe. Leave a five-star review. It just helps people find this. And uh, post it on social media, too, and share with your friends, family, church family. We just want to get the word out about the truth of Scripture. Amen. So, We're on page 25 of the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology. What a great compendium book. One of the best compendiums of biblical archaeology from a relatively conservative viewpoint. I don't agree with everything in here, but it is power-packed with information. So let's get started. Rains taper off during March and April. There's a corresponding rise in the temperature. This is talking about Israel. The latter rains usually come during April. They constitute the final storm of the season and the temperature drops rapidly. The latter rains make possible the final growth of the crops and form a complement at the end of the season to the former rains at its beginning. Between seasons are traditional periods which often are accompanied by violent storms. Navigation in the Mediterranean is relatively safe during the summer. The shipwreck described in Acts 27 was a result of a voyage prolonged into the dangerous transition season with its sudden changes of wind. The winds which desert conditions uh, to the whole of Palestine during the transition seasons are known as Syracos. There are some of those in the States here too, from the uh, Arabic word for east wind. Sometimes the name Comism, let me make sure I'm saying that right. Comson, K H A M S I N, K H A M S I N. Comson is applied to them. This word is properly used of a familiar condition in Egypt. Syrico is a hot, dry wind from the desert. Kind of reminds me of the Santa Anas out in California, which produces the highest temperatures of the year. What's the downdraft? There's Santa Ana's there, and there's some type of downdraft wind over the Rockies. I can't recall the name right now. Which produces the highest temperatures of the year. A yellowish dust haze fills the air so that visibility is greatly reduced, and the sun casts only the palest of shadows. Down here in South Georgia, we actually get Sahara dust that causes unique-looking sunshine during the day traverses the Atlantic. The intense dryness of the atmosphere may cause much physical discomfort, even for those who can adapt to excessively high temperatures. Biblical references to the east wind are frequent. The judgment of God is likened to a hot wind from the bare heights of the desert, not to winnow or cleanse, Jeremiah 4.11. And speaking of the future of Judah, Ezekiel asks, will it not utterly wither when the east wind strikes it? wither away on the bed where it grew, Ezekiel 17 and 10. 
Violent sandstorms may arise in the desert during the period of the Syracos. Herodotus, very good historian, by the way, records the fate of a Persian army which setting out from Egypt against a rising south wind to subdue the, you know, the oasis of Siwa, lost its way and was never heard from again. Fascinating. So we're going to be looking next at Hiram. But before we get there, and that'll be the next podcast, I do want to give you a little bibliography of books you can find probably somewhere on the internet, Amazon, eBay, Better World Books, Thrift Books, uh, Abe. And this has to do with agriculture in the Holy Land. So Dennis Bailey's Geographical Companion to the Bible Chapter 3, McGraw-Hill, 1963. The Geography of the Bible, Harper Brothers, New York, 1957. William Foxwell Albright, The Geezer Calendar. And uh, I was actually, I think, in a magazine, Bazor, 92. I think that's an acronym for a magazine. G.E. Wright, Biblical Archaeology, pages 180 to 184. See, now that's a book I'm not acquainted with. The Westminster Press, Philadelphia. And uh, Westminster may have been relatively conservative back in those days. It is still kind of conservative. They at least got rid of Peter Inns when he was teaching some bad stuff. I've done some videos on that. But anyhow, God bless you. Thanks for being with us today. Pray for us and to join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church family, neighbors. And leave a five-star review, subscribe, and we'll talk with you later. And put it on social media as well. Share in that matter if you can. And join us at New Life of Albany, Georgia on YouTube and Facebook. God bless. Bye-bye. Instagram, too. Bye-bye.